like if, if this was like in some some developing world politics is probably like some guy with like a knife trying to kill you because he took his plot of land or whatever i don't know <laughs> whatever i don't know but with a knife to kill you with a you know, <laughs> yeah that, that's that's like that's scenario just you describing is very comical to me right now that's uh <laughs> Bush politics. <laughs> that, that that definitely beats office politics. Bush politics. Uh, well, it's actually already started five minutes ago. Okay. Um, let's do it. Welcome, come on. Let's get back to it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Skate Roll Podcast, I suppose. Your name? Uh, yeah. Um, What's my name? Fung, Fung. My, my name is Fung. And I'm Ron. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> Hope you're good. Like, I've, we haven't recorded for a week and I'm already forgetting everything. Why did we not record last week? Um, I was too busy. I don't know if, if that's a good excuse, but hey, I've got like It's I've, not I've a good online. excuse, but we also did record um, another podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, which wasn't ours. Um, and I think we're looking to get that onto our um our studio or whatever yeah our podcast soon uh when we get the episode back from the double d podcast double d it feels nice to be re- uh, interviewed for once don't you think it's mm. pretty cool got my uh got my thoughts and opinions out there on topics <laughs> it, that it we was, don't usually cover no it, it, it was pretty wild <laughs> and um uh I, I guess this is um i i do feel a lot more comfortable in a more structured setting like what what we have mm-hmm. you know our listeners might think oh you know, you guys aren't very structured, but compared to that, this this is pretty good. We're good. It's nice to be out of your elements every now and then, so that you actually can see where you're at. And strangely enough, the topic of today is comparing. Comparing. Oh, I thought it was happiness. Happiness and com- and comparing go hand in hand, right? So in yeah. The, so the article actually the the article that we actually referring to for this week's podcast, this week's main topic is from Inc.com. And the title of the article is called Research Shows That People Become Increasingly Unhappy Until the Age of 47.2. I don't know why they put the point two there. I guess that's an average. Yeah. Yeah. You reckon? So I guess the question is, we'll get back to the comparing bit, but I guess the question is I have for you, are you happy, Ron? Um, are you happy most, overall? Yeah, I think overall I'm, I'm pretty happy. Would I say I'm more happy than I was Five years ago, probably not. Really? I, I, do you, I don't think so. How? How? So the question is, uh, how much less happier do you feel than uh, compared <laughs> to five years ago? Oh, uh, that that's hard to quantify. But really, I feel like I had less. Um, uh, I guess less commitments, less care in the world, mm. and now I feel like you know, um, there's more things that I have to consider now. Yeah, what's the, what's the saying? Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. So it's, it's actually yeah. pretty true. It's like so. Okay. Now the um the uh, the the gist of the articles it says that you start declining in happiness level from the age of eighteen, right? And then that doesn't stop declining until the age of forty-seven point two. 48.2 if you're in developing countries. Now, it's interesting that they did research on this because I do feel myself feel like half the the day, not half my day again. So most of my day, I keep, I'm in my head, right? And that's really dangerous because when I'm in my head, I'm usually thinking of how unhappy I am. 
And I'm not sure if it's like that for most of you out there. So you you spend close to half your day thinking about how unhappy or thinking about how dissatisfied you are. Don't they go hand in hand? Well, I mean, you could be dissatisfied, but it doesn't mean you... I mean, I, I suppose it's what you focus on. Are you yeah. thinking about how unhappy or you think about just how not close to where you want to be. Yeah. You are. I mean, look, it's it's like that uh, that Instagram quote that uh, we mentioned before, right? Right. So most people don't actually see that the seed that they planted five years ago is what they're reaping now. Yeah. Right. So most of most of the day, because you only have twenty four hours in a day. Uh, your day is usually like waking up and then going to sleep. And in between, you're really thinking of like, how can you accomplish your day? And most of the time, I don't think I accomplish most, most, most of the tasks I set myself, uh, set myself up with. And I believe most of the time, it's just me putting on too much, expecting too much. Expecting too much. Yeah, expecting too much of myself. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess on, on, <clears throat> on this topic, if you think about, you know, when everybody says, oh, I wish I was back in high school, you know, because I had, you know, no no commitments, nothing mm. to worry about. Uh, but at, this, at that time, you think, oh, I wish I was in, you know, primary school. Yeah. Didn't have a care in the world. Mm. I didn't have, I didn't have uh, exams, I didn't have HSC or whatever. And then once you leave um, high school, you know, you're in uni. Now you're going to deal with uni exams. Oh, I wish I was back in high school. I know, right? And once you leave uni, you're you're a job. And goes, oh, I wish the uni days were excellent. You know, you just got to go to class. Like, are we always thinking retrospect? <clears throat> are we? It's it's kind so. of annoying, right? I think so, but I think mm. that's that's what this article is all about. Mm. It's always about you know looking back at your happier days and getting to a point where you just keep getting unhappy and more unhappy until forty-seven point two, when hopefully you start uh, training back up again. It's kind of crazy to think that twenty years of your of your life, tw- just over twenty years of your life, is spent being negative <clears> about your life. I'm just, I'm just like sad just to even to think about this. The fact that I'm right in the smack bang in the middle of it. Yeah. Right. I'm at thirty right now, and <clears throat> it, it's sort of eye opening seeing that this is actually I'm not alone in this. Hmm. Right. So that's it's okay to sort of not think of it as a norm, but like sort of compare myself to to others and well I shouldn't be even doing that right but it's hard to get away from comparing yourself to other people well that's what the article actually says you shouldn't yeah. be comparing yourself to you other shouldn't people. but it's yeah. hard to right it's very hard I mean I do that all the time I mean I have a pretty successful dad and successful <clears> brother which kind of makes me think oh I should be at that level and I'm always thinking like that and that feedback <clears> loop kind of makes me unhappy in a way one of the uh, one of the paragraphs here talks about Exactly that. You know, no matter how successful you are, well-traveled, mm. how, um, how social, how educated or whatever you might be, there's always going to be someone who is more of whatever that thing mm-hmm. is compared to you. That's right. So if you're always going to compare yourself to people, unless, I don't know, you compare yourself to just people who is just absolutely poor luck and just haven't achieved anything, mm. you know, there's always going to be someone better than you, smarter than you, wealthier than you. That's right. That's right. And, and on the surface, happier than you. Because they have all these things, but then are they really that happy? You know, you you've put down another another um, another article. Never do these things. Nine, do nine, these nine, nine things. things. Yeah. So it's, so it's a related article to also by Inc. dot com. Yeah. Um. So 
there are nine things that you can do to avoid that whole unhappiness curve uh, that we talked about uh, in the last article. So one is never equate acquisition to satisfaction. So what does that mean? So gaining something? No, like no, a just like thing, really just saying that, hey, I'm making $100,000, therefore I am happy. I have a big house, nice cars, lots of maids. I don't know why I said that. It's <laughs> not <Stop laughs> Indonesia. <laughs> lots of maids. So therefore I am happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I have a, like, if we're going to take our, um, our podcast as an example, we have a thousand followers. We have a hundred thousand uh, followers. Therefore we are happy. Mm. Actually, no, we're, we're not. I mean, I, I, even at this stage, I think, I've come to terms with thinking that, hey, it's okay. I'm doing a podcast, something I, that I do enjoy, and I'm, I'm improving myself every single episode. So that should be enough Yeah. in and, the meantime, right? Yeah, and, and on a bit of a, like a more um, depressing side note, you, know, you see people who are rich, they're famous, and then you, they commit suicide. And you think, you know, these people there's, have everything. There's quite, there's, quite a, there's quite a few of them. There's like, quite a few. Yeah. You know, like, for somebody who is outside of their their circle, you see them as they have everything. Mm. They've acquired everything that that anybody can humanly want. Yeah, but still, they're still not satisfied. Mm. There's a there's a couple other points to to say that hey, you should there are things that you shouldn't do. But I'll I'll let you guys look at the mm. um, show notes to to have a read of that. But there's a couple of ones that actually popped out to me anyway. So this one was interesting. Number four. Never forget to be last. Okay. That's interesting, don't you think? Never forget to be last. Um, what, does that, what does that mean? So in the last, uh, in the last paragraph of this mm. one, it says, be last to give up on yourself. Then even if you don't succeed, you will still win. So that, that kind of say, that's kind of telling me that, hey, don't set your expectations too far ahead of yourself. Just keep working. And it's like Gary says, and I quote him a lot for this, don't love, uh, don't love the game, love the process. Don't mm. love the process, not the game, right? Mm. So be happy with what you're doing now. Be happy with the fact that you're working towards a goal, right? You're constantly improving. What's that um, Fuji, uh, Fuji mentality? That Fuji film mentality, the, the Kenzai, right? Perpetual improvement. Perpetual improvement. Yeah, we talked about this in the last, yeah. in the last episode that we just released, okay? So... It's okay to be last. Don't be, don't be the person who always stri- strives to be first in everyone, everyone's uh, perspective. Mm. That's what this kind of means to me. Right? I think, uh, yeah, I think this whole, you know, um, be the last person to give up on yourself. Mm, mm. You know, I think that's that's really important for for a lot of people. Yeah. To me, no, number three was was interesting. Never let, never let the fear of disapproval or criticism hold you back. Don't be afraid of others, other people's yeah. opinion of you, or don't, or basically don't let um, what other people think, what their comments are, what their criticisms are, hold you back from doing something that yeah. you want to do or you want to achieve. Why? Why does that? Uh, well, you know, come, I, come out in front of your mind. I think um, fear of disapproval and fear of criticisms are something that is always something I, I, I. It's it's a it's a real fear to me. Mm-hmm. I I don't like I don't like criticism. I know how to take it, but nobody likes it, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think in in you know even you know from small day to day things, um, there are things that you know there is the criticism which if I do something, 
um, and I don't do it perfectly, then I'm going to get criticized. That already holds me back from doing something, you know, either at work or my normal life. It's true. Like, I mean, that, that fear of criticism, I think what you're trying to say, what, what I'm uh, trying to interpret from what you're trying to say, right? It demoralizes you. Yeah. It chips away as, at your confidence in doing things when you think others are criticizing you and thinking that you are bad. If, you're, if you hold their opinion higher than yourself, then obviously you're going to chip your confidence away. And well, this is almost that, you know, um, that fuck you mentality. You know, they, they can say whatever you want, but you know, like you, I'm gonna do what I what, yeah. what I'm gonna do anyway. It's it's so like I mean for that for that mentality, the I don't give a crap about about what you yeah. say. I don't give a fuck about what you think. It's kind of foreign to me. I, I think I, it's foreign to a lot of people. Like I think the concept is not foreign, mm. but you know, like actually putting it into into um, practice. Mm. For a lot of people, that that's <laughs> damn near impossible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I we see in people who are, um, I mean, I, the people I follow, anyways, like Gary V. I'm going to use him as an example because the, the things he says, I'm I'm thinking in my head like, the things you say is right. Yeah, hundred percent of the time. Yeah, but what gives you the confidence to say that? What gives you the confidence to say that? To think that everything that comes out of your mouth is correct. And you don't give a crap about other people, uh, about yeah. about what what other people think. Well, let, let me ask you this: when when we um, decided that we're going to go online with our podcast, mm-hmm. was there doubts in your head about you know the criticism that you get or the poor feedback that you might get? Did no. you think about that? I didn't think about it. There For some go. reason, it, like it didn't it didn't come um, into it didn't pop up into my mind. It does pop up into my mind when I, I'm doing things and I'm like interacting with people face to face. I think there's like there's like that veil, that veil that um, kind of separates you, mm. that that separates you from that interpersonal um, interaction with other people. Yeah, to me that that was definitely there. That yeah. fear of uh, disapproval, criticism was definitely there before we um, decided to go live. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Any others that uh, pop up? Uh, stands out to you? Well, the last one's pretty good. Number nine, uh, never think you aren't happy. So <laughs> it's like almost tricking yourself to think that, hey, everything's all rosy and everything's all good. Everything's going to be okay. That's, that's tough. That's tough. Isn't it? To, to, say, to say that if you're unhappy and then you can just close your eyes and make it all disappear. That's probably, you know, a lot more difficult. Um, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, if you really put yourself into, if you, sorry, if you put your own perspective, mm. your own circumstances into perspective, there's a lot of people out there that you can compare yourself to. Yeah. And your life is so much better than all mm. of them, right? If you take you for an example, you, you've you got a nice apartment, you got a nice car, you know, you got a pretty cushy job. You don't have like issues with debts and everything like that. Yeah. So according to most people, you got it pretty well done. So if you <clears throat> if you were to take say um, the whole no, the point number one being uh, what was it uh, acquisition to as happiness if you put that if you if you plug that into your circumstances like you should be happy mm. but you shouldn't do that mm. right well the thought exercise they have here is um, <clears throat> you know if you have if you think about everything that you do have everything that you hold dear to your heart you know family 
relationships, uh, friends, things that you have. Mm. And then if that's all going to go away, you'll be unhappy, right? Oh, hell yeah. But now imagine you actually have those things. Mm. Hey, you have these things. You have family, you got friends, actually, you got a relationship. Feel, it makes me feel pretty good right now. Thinking it's a, it's about a pretty it just good, like that. Yeah. yeah. Like you could be a lot worse. That's, that's what I always think. Mm. Like I could be um, just, you know, don't have the, uh, the support from my family. I don't have good friends. I don't have um, you know, the shelter over my head. I think about that sometimes. I'm like, you know what? Time's a bit tough, but I'm, I'm not, I'm, this, is not the worst, this is not the worst situation I can be in. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I think the, the thing is um, with this is you really got to uh, sit down every single day, take five minutes, minutes out of your day just to think back and you know, remind yourself that it's going to be okay, that you have a lot of things to be grateful for. Right? They have, um, what are they called? Like gratitude journals? I think yeah. that's what they're called. Yeah. Where I think at the start of each day or at the end of each, each day, you write like three or five things that you are grateful for. <laughs> and... I mean, I've, I've never tried one. I've yeah. never tried filling one out, but, you know, I think there is, there probably is value there because a lot of times you don't think about the things that you are grateful for. You are just subconsciously grateful for them, but you don't really think about it. Mm. So I'm sure you're grateful that, um, you know, Ebby cooks good food for you. Uh, look, I am happy about that, yeah. but I think I've been taking that for granted. So I need to dial that back a little bit. Well, I mean, that, but yeah. that's the thing. You should be grateful that mm. there's somebody who cooks you know, really good food for you. But yeah, you don't really yeah. think about that no. from day to day because you always have good food. How, I guess the question here is that how do you take yourself outside of your own circumstances, your own context, so that you can actually see what you have is actually pretty good? I mean, just think about what you have. Yeah. So like and this. think about, you know, the, the, guy that's, um, you know, the guy that's homeless in the street. You have nothing. Oh, no, I, I think I, I'm the type of person that really need to get into a position of hardship and suffering before I can really see what's going on. <laughs> like, for example, um, if, I'm just going to use the, the example of doing that F45, right? I yeah. do 45 minutes of like a constant workout every single morning at seven o'clock in the morning and going into the, um, going into the, the, the workout, into the class, I feel like crap. I want to go back to sleep. I don't want to do this. But nine times out of 10, Coming out of that workout, I feel great. I feel ready to start my day. It's kind of that, that thing that I think I'm that type of person that needs that suffering to be able to be grateful for what I have. But if you think about that and put it into context, you're tired after that long workout, right? And uh-huh. then you go about your day. Yeah. There's people that, that he's probably working harder than you as a job, like a manual <laughs> labor or whatever, right? Go to India, go and down. Have you seen those, those dumpster divers? No, no, sorry. Sewers divers, yeah. right? Remember that? Like, yeah, that's that's like their day job. They do that, yeah. you know, five, six days a week. And they make probably like, you know, ten percent of what you make. <laughs> shit. Oh, you know, shit. And then they go back to whatever, yeah. you know, shitty house that they, they live in. There's always that there's always find, way find to, something like I mean, like I, I, I this this article, these two articles are telling yourself not to compare, but like what if you compare yourself to people who are in developing countries, right? This well, I, like I firsthand when I went to Indonesia um, visiting my girlfriend's family, I found out that some of the maids and like just laborers in Indonesia were making what three hundred dollars a month, right? Three hundred, not US, but AU dollars a month. Yeah. Put that 
put that in comparison to what we are we 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 earn here in Australia, right? We make that in a day. Yeah. Even, right? And that they're working what 12 hours a day or whatever? Something ridiculous in the heat. Yeah. So if you think about that, like I think that that's the thing. Everybody just thinks about their own situation and someone else who's in a better position, they think about them. Mm. But they don't they don't think about where they are, what they have achieved. Yeah, and man, where I mean, they could head, be. Yeah. Right. You're in your own head all the time. Yeah. So that's why I said at the beginning of the podcast is being in your head is a very very dangerous place because you don't it's very unrealistic half the thoughts that you are thinking in your head. Right. Mm. So it's useful, as you said, to have a journal to write things down. And and you, you mentioned before as well about the whole how how it's difficult just to um think about being happy, have a switch sync. Yeah. That that's that's difficult, right? Right. But then, you know, really you just have to navigate through that by finding a context in which you really have to be happy about your situation. <laughs> the guy working, you know, in the sewers. Yeah. You think about that, you have how can you not be happy that you you don't have to deal with other people's shit every day? That's right, hey. Like literal shit, not not like office politics or whatever. Oh man, office politics are the wor- is the worst. Yeah. I mean, uh, is it though? Is it really the worst thing though? It is the worst. Like you guys are complaining about nonsense half the time. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry, but sorry to categorize you as yeah, the office as people. In, sorry, sorry. Worse as in you think that people who deal with it is the worst. People who just complain in the yeah, office okay. just are the, are the I thought worst. you mean like that's the, the worst thing in life to have to deal with politics. Oh no, it's not It's not like the worst things in it's life. It's definitely not. It's know? not. It's like it should be the at the bottom of the that's, ladder. Yeah. That's like a first world issue dealing with it office is. politics, it's, you know? stupid. Like if, if this was like in some some developing world, politics is probably like some guy with like a knife trying to kill you because he took his plot of land or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. But with a knife to kill you with a... You know, yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's that like... That scenario just you describing is very comical to me right that's, now. That's <laughs> uh, Bush politics. <laughs> that, that, that definitely beats office politics. Bush politics. Oh gosh, that's so good. So there's, there's always a way to, um, to really put into context of what you have. You know, remember when, when, you're, when you're younger, I, I don't know if this is, you know, your, your childhood or not, you know, when you don't um, finish eating something and you're parents or whoever might say, oh, you know, but the starving kids in Africa. That, I never that? really understand that. Come on. Who, if you say, how do you expect that? That's the funny thing about like parents mm. at that age. You trying to eat your, you, you not wanting to eat your broco- broccolis yeah. and your parents are saying, oh, think about the kid who mm. is not eating in Africa. I'm like, oh, I've never met like a kid in Africa. I don't know what <laughs> it's, he's, he's it's eating. It's hard and to what, contextualize what, as a yeah. kid, right? They've, they've probably never seen the broccoli in their life. To them, it's probably like a pain, I don't know, a yeah. root or some shit. Well, I, I think uh, really, I mean, what, I mean, do you have any uh, key takeaways from this? So, well, the key takeaways, I'm feeling pretty good about myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> from from the beginning of this episode to now, I'm 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 happier. Well, we're laughing. Like at yeah. the start, of the the what's it called? The the episode we're like, oh yeah, uh, unhappiness curve. well i mean here's the other thing right the the fact that you are um aware that there is this curve yeah and that there are things you can do to break out of that curve Mm. you know the fact that you already have this knowledge yeah you just have to put into practice don't follow the curve no you could be like dip and then you're all 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 back up from now in your early 30s Mm. and 
I think I think also one of the things that that sort of um that sort of uh, jumped out at me was uh, in terms of people achieving something. So one of the things here is um, uh, was it never wait for a big idea. Everybody's waiting for something to come their way in order to um, find their calling. Yeah, that's mis- that's a mis- that's a misconception uh, about business to someone who's never started a business in their life. Mm. They think that they need to invent the next the wheel. They they need to reinvent the car. I know I know Elon Musk is an extreme um, what's it called example of like yeah. him reinventing the electric vehicle, but ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time. A business isn't like that. A business model isn't what you think it is, mm-hmm. right? If you go to Cabramatta, okay. right, 90% of those businesses aren't operate, operating in um, the traditional sense of the word business. Okay. Right? They probably found like one product that they're really good at, right? Where, whether it be like, you know, fur or, uh, you know, like bun me or, you know, like those kind of small things. And they're only charging like $5 a pop, yeah. right? But the way they are doing their business is very cheap. Mm-hmm. So that gives them like a huge profit margin. Yeah. Right. So it's those kind of business that thrive. It's the, basically, what, what, what's the saying? That um, SME, small businesses are, is what is driving Australia yeah. right now, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's never the big idea. You could it's be selling this pen big right idea. now. It's never a big idea. And, and you know, a lot of people are trying to find their calling, trying to find that thing that makes them happy, mm. find a job that makes them happy. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the last sentence here is happiness is a process and processes are based on action. Yeah. If you never make any, any moves, you never get towards happiness. You can't just wait for happiness to come your way. All right. Um, where can people find us? Hey, guys. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Although less on Twitter, though. I think we're more active on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. Don't worry about Twitter, man. Yeah. There's, there's not, not, not go Twitter. Yeah. Hey, man. Also, we're on YouTube, so check us out. Subscribe, like, and hit that bell button. I forgot to say that at the start of the show, hey. Well, it's here. Hey, I'm, pointing, I'm pointing it right this time. He's pointing right. <laughs> uh, well, the, right the, the other location. way you can uh, support us um, uh, is really to, as he mentioned, subscribe, leave comments, um, leave likes, leave reviews. Um, but then the, also the other way you can help us as well is through Patreon. Mm. Um, yeah. Two dollars a month, guys. That's all $2 you need to give month. to us. We don't even get two dollars. We get like nothing. Dollar something. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon takes a huge cut. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, guys. See ya. <laughs>